Hello, Dr. McMillan. I want to welcome you to the podcast. I understand that we'll be speaking about science fiction author, Dr. Glenn Paris. Can you please tell our audience a little bit more about him? Hi, Chris, certainly. And by the way, please call me Kim. Dr. Paris has been writing for nearly 25 years. His current books are the sci-fi novel, Dragon's Heir, An Archaeologist's Tale, the medical thriller, The Renaissance of Aspirin, and Unbitten, A Vampire's Dream. And by the way, he's also a board-certified rheumatologist and has practiced medicine in the Northeast Atlanta suburbs for over 25 years. You know, Kim, that's really amazing that a doctor who's a rheumatologist would have the time to be able to write. He must really enjoy his passion. I understand yeah, I, that you're working on an event titled Sci-Fi Afrofuturism Day Camp, where his novel, Dragon's Air, will be discussed. Can you tell us about the novel? But first, for those who may not understand what Afrofuturism is, what is the definition of Afrofuturism? Well, Afrofuturism is literature, music, art, etc., featuring futuristic or science fiction themes, which incorporate elements of Black history and culture. It can take place in an alternate past, present, or future setting. You know, the whole term Afrofuturism seems uh, very appropriate for the times that we're in right now, don't you think? I quite agree, actually. You know, um, that sounds great. Would you mind giving me a little review of Dragon's Air and how that relates to Afrofuturism? Well, Dragon's Air is an, an alternate, alternative history novel that speculates what might have happened if the dinosaurs did not die out. They just left. After 65 million years of utopian existence, a crisis forces a dinosaurian scientific expedition back to Earth for a solution. They arrive to find their home world infested by mammals. And so the idea that Dr. Uh, Paris was talking about is uh, history basically upside down. If you look at African-Americans in, in the United States, we are seen as people who have uh, who basically have had to survive among slavery, um, Jim Crow laws, just horrendous situations. And so the idea that things are turned upside down, what would happen if basically say uh, the, the other populations have left um, the black population uh, to find out or discover what they wanted on their own, and then suddenly came back to a world that was where African-Americans or another group of people were in control. And so that's basically the alternative history um, that uh, Dragon's Air is speaking of. The, the dragons had been there first, and the humans, the mammals were there. And when they came back, they, they, the dragons were shocked that these mammals had created a whole civilization. You know, you know? that's pretty interesting. It, it reminds me of the blockbuster Wakanda and how different writers are now showing the possibilities of what it's like when Afro-Americans and people of the African diaspora have a different alternative of looking at life. You know, um, what happens next in Dragon's Air? Oh, and by the way, I quite agree with you on that. 
this idea of alternative universes or histories is fascinating. And who knows what, what is happening in another world that we could not even comprehend. You know, if we think outside the box, so to speak. Well, in what happens next with, uh, with Dragon's Heir is the only dinosaurs that remained on Earth have adapted human form and gently guide mankind towards enlightenment. This story follows the adventures of Vidna, a dinosaur archeologist who finds herself drawn into an expedition back to earth, her people's planet of origin. This sounds really, really interesting. It sounds really wonderful actually. And I'm really excited that the Afrofuturism day camp is going to be taking place. Can you tell us a little bit about more of that? Certainly. The day camp will um, happen on Saturday, August 29th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time and 1 to 3 Eastern Time. And is being sponsored by the Book Tavern in Augusta, Georgia and the Merced Multicultural Arts Center in Merced, California. The event is, the event is free to the public and we are encouraging young people as well as parents to attend. You know, I just wanted to uh, clarify, especially with all that's going on in the health crisis in the entire world, is this event going to be an actual event or is it going to be an online virtual event? Well, thank you for asking that. Yes, it's an online virtual event. Um, we would never want to put any people in harm's way. And so that's very important. But it's an actual event, and, and Dr. Paris will make his debut as one of the keepers in the Dragon's Air. The keepers have taken human form, although they are the same species as Dragon, their founder. And through the ages, the keepers have been guiding mammals towards sentient and enlightenment, towards humanity. The keepers are celestially aware that a dinosaurian expedition is making its way back to Earth after 65 million years of absence. And the keepers know that when the expedition arrives, they will assess mankind for any artificial influences. If they find that mankind has been tampered with in any way, the dragon people, the keepers of the faith, they may be inclined to destroy all life on Earth. So it has this really big uh, just a big picture, the idea of destroying all, destroying all life on Earth. You know, it reminds me of the Star Trek where they had the, the, what was it, the imperative that you're not supposed to change the civilization. Now, of course, we never heard anything saying to uh, Star Trek that if you do change the civilization in any way, we will destroy that civilization. But still, it, it's the same idea. You're not supposed to change anything. Sounds very intense. And I do remember growing up watching different types of sci-fi television shows. And generally, they all depicted other than people of color, especially black people. So this whole idea of a sci-fi Afro-futurism Afro day camp. That's really hard to say sometimes. Let me try it again. <laughs> Afrofuturism day camp is really exciting, especially as it relates to um, giving young people a, a different um, viewpoint of themselves. Now, how will Dr. Paris uh, really be a part? What, what's his actual time? Well, he'll come in as, 
he'll come in as one of the characters, a keeper, and he's also will have he will also have actors performing parts of the story, and there will be this will give the young people an opportunity to ask questions about writing sci-fi. And hopefully we might have some young people there that are actually looking at being writers and asking for suggestions. I remember being fascinated with writing and sci-fi and reading all kinds of books, but never really having anyone, particularly no, of color, say to me, you know, oh yeah, that's really good work or or yes, I love that book. And, and I think that's one of the things that was probably a problem in early sci-fi. They may have had monsters and they may have had odd beings, but did you really see black people? And so it's really nice that we have more writers of color coming out and writing uh, new narratives that include us in the sci-fi world. Do you think that um, these are some of the inspirations that drove Dr. Parrish to writing this particular novel? When you have that, people talking to you and, and you're learning from masters at this craft, you, you, you want to do well. You, you want to have a voice. And, and he definitely does with this book. Um, he said to me that he looked at the history of the evolution of African civilization, then turned his attention to the fate of the African diaspora. He wondered what might it have looked like if, at, if it had happened the other way around, like, like I just said earlier. He talked to me about meeting Octavia Butler, you know, the uh, author, the sci-fi author, and one of my favorite books, Kindred. And so he had opportunities to talk and to learn from some of the best in the sci-fi world and that were of color. We are on with Kim today, speaking about the sci-fi Afrofuturism Day Camp to be held Saturday, August 29th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. The event is being sponsored by the Book Tavern in Augusta, Georgia, and the Merced Multicultural Arts Center in Merced, California. Can you tell me um, what was uh, unusual about the book? I There was a lot of things, actually, you know? Um, the idea that he um, created a glossary. And it's the abridged Jingpan translator in the back of the book that explains many of the terms and technologies used and describes the individual species of dinosaurs. I thought that was fantastic and very unusual. Tell me more about the glossary. Well, I was looking at on Amazon and I saw a, a, a quote from one of the uh, the readers of his book about how they felt about the glossary. They said the glossary at the end of the book was helpful and something I wish other writers would consider. Books like Shogun could have used one, as could nearly all of the Star Trek novels. This genre, for some reason I can't explain, seems to contain either very good or very bad books. There's no doubt that Paris is one of the elites among modern writers of fiction, which is why I can easily rate Dragon's Air at the five-star level. Pretty good. 
Yeah, I think so. With uh, the glossary, being able to go back and look at the characters, what their names are, what their names meant, perhaps even where they were born, where they came from. Do you yes. think that that do you think that that helps the kids when they read these type of books? Oh my goodness, yes. You know, I've read quite a few books that were sci-fi to have something where you can just look in the back of the book and say, ah, that's the word. Makes it very simple. The Afrofuturism day cam broadcast is kind of all over the world. I was just wondering, are there any particular groups that you've already found interested in attending? Oh, yes. Uh, we've been um, talking to people and teachers in the Atlanta, um, uh, Augusta area. And so we're very help happy about that because this will be a real opportunity for young people to meet a master at the craft of writing science fiction. I live in Merced, California, and so we're also working to get uh, students in a, between the ages of like 10 to about, I guess, 17 involved, but it's for all ages. But we just want to make sure that we get young people at the table because it's really good for them to understand that there are people that are writing wonderful science fiction and they're of color and they look like them. I think that's inspiring. It's very important to believe that we can achieve our goals. And if we don't see our faces, if we don't see our people who are doing these things that look like us, I think sometimes we start to question, uh, will I be the first? Can I do this? And so this is very nice to have uh, a Dr. Glenn Paris to show young people that, yes, you can. I'm a sci-fi writer, and so, and so can you be one. And also, he's a doctor as well. So it's really exciting to have a role model such as Dr. Glenn Paris. Is there going to be a time where we can actually speak with Dr. Glenn Paris prior to the event? Definitely. He would very much appreciate that. He wants to let young people and, and anyone who loves science fiction know his process and why the Dragon Heirs book is so wonderful and so important, I think, in the field of science fiction and um, basically novel writing in general. So, yes, we, you can definitely look forward to interviewing him sometime next week. Awesome. I know that he's a doctor and he is getting ready for this event. His schedule is probably very full, but let's do our best to get him on. I agree. That would be absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Dr. McMillan, I mean, Kim, thank you for <laughs> taking the time to speak to us about Dragon's Air and introducing us to the wonderful Dr. Glenn Paris. Thank you for interviewing me. It has been wonderful. See you at the day camp. See you at the day camp. Bye. Bye-bye.